0: women fall for ISIS bad boys. Well, that's what we're going to be talking about today, and I love this topic because my first book was bad boys, why we love them, how to live with them, and when to leave them. Of course, at that time, I was not envisioning really bad boys that we now have as ISIS terrorists. Well, welcome to the Terrorist Therapist Show. I'm Dr. Carol, a psychiatrist, and you are a terrorist therapist. I'm here to help you and your family reach your dreams, despite living in a time of terror. Yes, I know, it's hard to believe what would make a girl or a woman so desperate that she would fall in love across the internet (laughs) with a terrorist, with an ISIS terrorist in Syria, for example, which is exactly what happened with Daniela Green. This has just come out this week, um because it's a, a particularly oh what um scary illuminating story uh, about the call the allure of bad boys because daniella green 38 was not just any old woman or any young woman she was an fbi agent with top security clearance now before i go into uh Daniela's story I want to um, acknowledge that, you know, you may well have been hearing about uh, stories because it's becoming an epidemic of teen girls, young girls, uh, falling in love with these terrorists who look pretty sexy across the internet, I'll give them that, Uh, and who are in romantic, well, so it seems again, on the internet, uh, romantic foreign lands, they can whisk you off uh, and, and take you out of your humdrum life and, um, and give you some, something that they promise will be wonderful. So we're going to talk about uh, what makes a girl fall for a bad boy, both girls here in the U.S. or in other countries and um, those who actually then go one step further and fall for ISIS or Al-Qaeda terrorists really bad boys. But first, let me tell you this story about Daniela. Daniela, as I was saying, she was, she's 38. Um, she was born in the former Czechoslovakia and raised in Germany. And while she was in Germany, she married a, an American army soldier when he was stationed in Germany, Matthew Green. And, um, she was, she, uh, she joined the FBI, um, she was admitted to the FBI and she, as I said, got top security clearance and because of her German fluency, you know, being raised in Germany, um, she, she was given the assignment of um, investigating this terrorist who uh, was a German rap artist and he was named, um, uh, he was Desso Dog in, um, in Germany <laughs> as a rap artist. And he then moved to Syria, became an ISIS terrorist, and he changed his name to Abu Talha al-Almani. And he has become one of the top ISIS recruiters because he uses his showbiz rapper personality to entice people to join ISIS and come to Syria. And he was able to entice not just anybody, but an FBI woman. Can you imagine that? (laughs) You know, to tell you the truth, this reminds me of the story of the uh, agent who uh, just recently had left a briefcase with all kinds of top secret documents in it. Do you remember that? Um, She... She left it in her driveway and then a man came and uh, pretty, pretty soon after she pulled her car into the driveway, a man came up and, uh, and took it and it seemed pretty clean. Well, they're still investigating this. And obviously this is a really dangerous situation because there were a, a lot of top secret FBI documents in there, Homeland Security, all kinds of, there was one of the things that gets mentioned is uh, that there was a floor plan of Trump Towers uh, and all the details and a, a lot, not just that, you know—a lot, a lot of serious classified uh, American information. So I'm not saying I don't know that she fell in love with the bad boy who then stole her briefcase. I don't know. <laughs> that, would, that would be an interesting story. But um, but the similarity, why it makes me think of that is because it's another woman who, who has top security clearance and who betrayed America. And... Um, And we'll find out, hopefully, we'll find out her story and why that happened. I mean, we don't know. Let me give a caveat or a, uh, you know, a, a, um, let me say that we don't know for sure (laughs) that she had prearranged this for someone to steal these documents from her briefcase while, uh, or the briefcase itself, while she uh, was parked in her driveway. But it's just that it happened pretty quickly, and it seems that, you know that would be quite a coincidence for someone to be just walking along <laughs> and decide to break into her car, or perhaps the car was even open. I don't know, but we that the rest of that story is uh, to be investigated, and we will hopefully hear more. But getting back to Daniela and Deso Dog, um, she she fell in love with him or in lust with him, and uh, she was still married to her uh, former army um, soldier in America. And she left her job, she left her husband, she left and betrayed the American people. Uh, And in in June 2014, she uh, told the FBI bosses that she was taking a vacation, going to Germany to visit her family. But in fact, what she did was she went to Turkey and then crossed the border into Syria and she married him at the end of June in 2014. And you're probably wondering, why am I telling you this story and why is this first coming out if this happened in June, 2014, right? Well, it's because uh, all of this was hidden uh, by the FBI until just now. And, um, you know, obviously, this was not a story that the FBI wanted to publicize. So anyhow, there she was. She married Dezo Dog, or uh, also called Abu. And um, the marriage only lasted a month. She realized that uh, ISIS um, soldiers or ISIS uh, terrorists don't really uh, treat their women very well. Not to mention actually uh, how rappers treat their women. This was kind of a a dual um, uh, abusive kind of situation to get into. And so uh, while she was there, she was uh, sending emails back. She kind of realized pretty quickly that she had made a big mistake. And she was sending emails back uh, that said, quote, I was weak and didn't know how to handle anything anymore. I really made a mess of things. Now, obviously, she didn't send this back to the FBI. But the FBI hasn't revealed who she sent that back to. Then there was another email, I, quote, I am in Syria. Sometimes I wish I could just come back. I wouldn't even know how to make it through if I tried to come back. Then in another email, she wrote that she um, would be going to prison for a long time if she comes back but she was accepting the consequences. So her marriage was June 27th, 2014, and she returned to the United States on August 6th, 2014. Now how on earth she was able to uh, make it out of Syria uh, back to the United States is is a story that we don't know yet, but that, that uh, you know, it's amazing to think that ISIS didn't stop her from going back. Um, And it has to wonder whether she's really been telling the truth to the FBI. When she came back, she was arrested right away uh, in August 2014. And she was, she pled guilty and she was sentenced to two years in prison. Now, a lot of people have said that um, this was a, a super light sentence and they wonder why, why she only got two years when she could have gotten as much as eight years at least. And uh, the answer that has been given is that she cooperated and gave a lot of information to the FBI. But in the meantime, you know, she may be playing two sides against the middle because at the same time when she was in Syria, when she got married, she told Desodog. Dog, that um the the fbi was investigating him she warned him that the fbi was investigating him so she's kind of playing two sides against the middle and um she fell into his arms she she was in bed with the enemy and was undoubtedly having this kind of pillow talk um while she was married to him she married, apparently married him really quickly once she got there um so so you know i've done uh, in prior podcasts or at least a prior podcast i've talked about how pillow talk between uh, male terrorists and their their wives um you know how there would be pillow talk where the, where the terrorist would tell the wife um, his plans. You know, I've talked about this, for example, with Omar Mateen, how about his about how his wife knows a lot more than she's admitting to. She's denying that she knew his plans and so on. And um, so I've talked about, you might want to look up that podcast where I explain how that's just not believable. And similarly, uh, this is going in reverse. This is where Daniela told her terrorist on Pillow Talk <laughs> that, um, that he was being you know who knows Uh, she told we know that she warned him that he was being investigated but who knows what else she told him and that's that's the really scary part I mean she could as as a, a top security uh cleared FBI agent she would know a lot a lot more than just that uh he was being investigated especially since she was the one doing or supposed to be doing the investigation so there's all these things are really um left Still to investigate, and I hope the FBI is doing it. She was released from jail, from prison in August 2016, and um, since then, this is really this this. Now I'm going to be talking to you about bad boys and why girls fall for them, and all of that. And and this is really so typical. When she came out of prison, she is now working as a hostess in a cocktail lounge. That's the same kind of mentality. Um, it's women who are feel desperate for male attention and male love. So, what more can you? How more can you get that? Or what? How, how can you be in a better spot to attract men? Of course, again, again, what kind of men is she going to attract in a cocktail lounge? Chances are, a man who would pick her up in a cocktail lounge might well be a bad boy, not necessarily a terrorist. But, um, but certainly, likely a bad boy. Uh, now she's now she hasn't been giving interviews yet. She's probably until she comes out with a book, right? Um, she isn't uh, giving interviews, and, and there have been some photographs of her. Uh, but it always she always puts something in front of her face, her hand in front of her face, or she puts a she's been wearing a hood, a hooded jacket, and so she hides behind that. And she says that she doesn't want to to give interviews because she doesn't want to put her family in danger. Um, Now, what's interesting is that she's living in a rundown block in Syracuse, New York, where the neighborhood is home to a large population of Muslim immigrants. And she has a new, even though she's living in this, in this rundown block, in this rundown, presumably, neighborhood, uh, she has a new Subaru. Now, she could have bought that. with, uh, she, she would have rented that with money that she's making or tips. <laughs> I'm bad. I'm really bad. I'm a bad girl. <laughs> she could be, um, have, have bought that or is renting that um, because of the money that she's making as a cocktail hostress, hostess. But, you know? You gotta think, has she really cut her ties with Isis? Or is she still telling secrets, like to her neighbors? And is Isis paying for her new Subaru? Da, da, da. Another interesting little fact is that Cuspert, well, that's his, oh, that's his real name, Dennis Cuspert. Um, He uh, is, when she was in prison, two months before she got out of prison, um, they they realized, or, or, or while she while she was at while she was in prison, the, the government had said that he was dead, that um, Dennis Cuspert was dead, and um, they said that in the fall of 2015. And then two months before she got out of prison, lo and behold, they discovered he was alive. Now, I know she was only sentenced to two years, and that could be a coincidence, but again, these strange coincidences, Do you, is she, um, are they still expecting to use her to try to get him to release some secrets? Is, are they, you know, is she going to be telling him that... Um, um, is she going to be having any contact with him? Well, first of all, unless he's jealous of her being a cocktail waitress. I don't think that would have gone over well. Uh, again, unless there's some kind of an agreement, some kind of secret pact between, um, uh, Dez, Dog and Isis and Daniela. So, um, the, let me tell you some more interesting facts about her. Um, she, when she, there was some, <coughs> let me just see, there's so much interesting. Oh, another, another, um, email was, I am, that she had sent while she was in Syria is I am gone and I can't come back. Um, I am in Syria. Sometimes I wish I could just come back. I am in a very harsh environment and I don't know how long I will last here but it doesn't matter, it's all a little late now. That's similar to what I had read before as an email, but it's different, different, different um, amounts, different aspects of these emails are being released. Um, and now when, when she was put in prison, the federal prosecutors wrote, quote, she endangered our national security by exposing herself, yes, I'm sure she exposed herself, <laughs> Again, I'm bad. And her knowledge of sensitive matters to those terrorist organizations. Her escape from the area unscathed and with apparently much knowledge undisclosed appears a stroke of luck or a measure of the lack of savvy on the part of the terrorists with whom she interacted. I hope the FBI is not underestimating her, just how far she would go, um, whether she really has cut ties with all the terrorists, and so on. Now, um, her husband um, Matthew Green, who I'm sure was very shocked to find out that uh, his wife went to Syria, traveled to Syria, no less, that she married uh, Deso Dog, an ISIS uh, recruiter. Um, he his comment his, uh, his only comment so far has been that his relationship with Daniela quote is over unquote. Yes, that would be fair to say. Then, um, but his brother's wife, uh, in other words, Daniela's husband's, Matthew Green, Matthew Green's wife, Matthew Green's brother's wife uh, has more to say. She said that Daniela was remarkably rude during their only contact, which was about 10 years ago, and this was over the phone, and she... Had offered to pay for a visit from Daniela and Matthew, and she didn't want to do it. Um, the the um, Matthew's brother's wife said that Daniela was really snobby and hateful to me on the phone, and I've never even met her. Um, she was trying to get uh, her husband Matthew, and then this her this uh, wife of the person who was talking uh, trying to get the two brothers together because they hadn't seen each other in years you know that's kind of interesting because I talk about um i mean he, you know he obviously uh, there was a problem he he seemed to be um, kind of vulnerable to her if they were his well his family problems um contributed probably to his not being aware of her of her true uh, personality even when he met her um well so let's get now so that's her story and let me talk now about why women fall for bad boys um as i said i wrote the book bad boys and um in general not talking let's not not specifically to terrorists right now but let me just talk in general women for bad boys um, which are boys who are heartbreakers or men who are heartbreakers and um, i write in my book about 12 different types of bad boys and but what they have in common is that they're all heartbreakers in the end they just break women's hearts in 12 different ways uh, some cheat on them some um uh lie to them some uh, uh do other, uh, you know, they, they, they <laughs> some are into, um, well, some are into all kinds of uh, other things, secret kinds of things on the side. Um, and, and what determines what kind of bad boy the woman marries um, or, or is attracted to is what kind of relationship she had with her father. All these women who are attracted to bad boys have had dysfunctional relationships with their fathers. And, um, you know, there's, just to give you examples of the types of bad boys, the fixer upper lover, the compulsive flirt, grandiose dreamer, misunderstood and married, Mr. Power Mad, commitment phobe, wounded poet, self-absorbed seducer, man of mystery, dramatic daredevil, prince of darkness, and lethal lover so just to give you a little taste of what these kinds of guys are like so um and and i think in those types of bad boys who i defined um the the terrorist bad boy a really bad boy seems to fall closest to the combination of a mr power mad uh and a lethal lover Now, mr power Mad in general is a guy who He's very abusive, very. Um, he has, he needs and takes total control over the woman. And um, he, you know, uh, he looks at where she goes, he calls her a million times a day, he isolates her from her family and friends, he's super jealous and accuses her of having uh, flirting with other guys or having relationships with other guys. And he is um, physically and or sexually abusive to her. You know, it's the OJ type. And um, especially, and what's interesting is it's especially when the women are um, going to abandon them, going to leave them, finally, you know, get the courage together to leave them, that the woman is in the most dangerous uh, spot. That That's when he lashes out, I mean, you know, like OJ as an example, that's when uh, they kill the woman or or uh, heighten their abuse because they that's the last thing that they want for her to abandon him. So, um, so that's, that's that kind of guy, the, the Mr. Pound and the lethal lover is a guy who, um, is incarcerated. These are guys, they don't necessarily have to be murderers, but they can be murderers and they are in jail. It's the women who love guys who are in jail. So the terrorist seems to be a combination of this abusive, Mr. Power Mad, and a guy who's kind of um, locked up, just like the guys are locked up, although you know, terrorists volunteer to be terrorists, uh, as opposed to people who go into prison, it's not voluntarily. Um, but that that's the closest, a combination. And it also seems as though there are uh, other elements which would include um, being very rebellious and angry having a deep-seated anger now women in general other than the women who i'm talking now about the women who fall for terrorists would have this deep-seated anger and rebelliousness some women are for some of the types of bad boy, they can be rebellious but for the terrorists um you know it has to be a woman who to fall in love with a terrorist bad boy it has to be a woman who um she's abandoning her family she's abandoning her country she's she's not just abandoning them she's rebelling against them she's doing something that will hurt them so there obviously has to be some deep-seated anger behind the rebelliousness and so that's another added element uh or heightened element for girls who fall in love with bad boy terrorists another heightened or uh, uh, element for girls who fall in love with bad boy terrorists is their Uh, need to believe in a romantic fantasy. Now, going back to Daniela, um, she was, as I said before, she was born in Czechoslovakia and raised in Germany. Now, when she married her her American army soldier, he took her away. It was like, you know, she escaped Germany, I mean, she had escaped Czechoslovakia originally, and then she escaped Germany. She escaped her situation by being swept off by this American soldier. And uh, I'm sure she romanticized that as to going to a better life, which, you know, probably it was um, here. But then she wasn't satisfied with this life either, even though not only. Um, I guess her husband got to be too boring for her and she needed a more exciting guy. I mean, what's, what's more exciting than a rapper and a terrorist in a bad kind of way? I mean, that's, that's actually part of the allure in general for bad boys. I mean, it's just that rappers and terrorists have it in spades, but um, in general, the allure for bad boys is that they are exciting they are dangerous and this of course is taking it all to a new level and um and it is different from the um the daniela situation is different than the the epidemic that we've heard about of the women who um the the younger girls who you know, they're perhaps in high school and um, or in their early twenties, but they're you know they're getting impatient to have a boyfriend. They don't feel that uh, maybe they've been hurt already by some bad boys, or they haven't been given any attention by any boys, and they're afraid they're going to be left on the shelf. They want they see their friends having dates and having boyfriends, and they want that. And they obviously have very low self-esteem because they don 't feel as though they can attract that kind of a person themselves and um, you know a, a decent, a good boy, a prince, and so um, so they 're desperate and uh, and they you know have the same features, dysfunctional relationship of some sort with their father and and um, and some rebelliousness and anger and some Fantasy, I mean, you know, it can, if you don't know it a lot about um, what really is happening in uh, ISIS territory or Al-Qaeda territory, and you get to see what is presented to you by this sexy looking guy on, on, on the computer, you know, <laughs> what he tells you It's good, life is going to be like. It's very, you're very, these, these girls are very vulnerable, especially when it's a, a young girl who, whose parents have been divorced and her father hasn't been spending as much time with her as he used to. And um, she, she's really desperately in need of male attention. So all of these things, they, they are very vulnerable to believe all of these romanticized stories of what life would be like if she only traveled to Syria. Well, let me, um, let me go to the, um, the terror, the letter aspect, uh, the letters to the terrorist therapist part of the show, um, where I can read a letter, an email, um, And again, I really want to encourage you to send me emails. You can do it and comment on the show and and write me questions. I will answer your question. Um, And the way to do it is by either going to my website, www.terroristtherapist.com, or um, my Facebook page, just put in The Terrorist Therapist, and you'll come to my Facebook page, and you can send messages either way. Okay, so here we have a, a, an email, a note from Alicia from Newark, New Jersey. Dear uh, terrorist therapist, I'm a girl who falls for bad boys. I keep falling for guys who hurt me, usually the kind who doesn't have much going for them until I come into their life and mother them. Then they start dressing better, getting a better job, and get less depressed. Then when they are now one of the cool guys, or at least seem that way, they dump me and go for another girl. I see girls who fall for terrorists and I think I'm not that desperate, but I'm worried about how far I could go to find love. Please help." Well, Alicia, you know, it's interesting. The kind of uh, guy that you describe is the kind that I profile in my Bad Boys book as the frazzled frog. This is, or the fixer-upper lover, and they each have two different, two names. Um, the, the fixer-upper lover, the frazzled frog, um, is a guy who w- didn't get enough nurturance from his mother and is looking for someone to mother him. And um, when he finds a girl like you who, uh, who mothers him, then yes, you do help him to get his act together. And of course the danger in that, as I was saying earlier, all bad boys break women's hearts. So the danger with the frazzled frog is that is that when he gets to be, uh, when you fix him up, <laughs> um, he does go for a girl who he thinks wouldn't have liked him uh, in his earlier state. He goes for a girl who thinks will be better because someone who he thinks, oh, well, she wouldn't have loved me the way I was before, but now I can go for someone like that. So, um, yes, first of all, I should say, do not, under any circumstances, do not, no matter how desperate you're feeling, do not go get get seduced by a terrorist over the internet or any place else. You know, it's funny, I've been saying over the internet, because indeed that's how uh, presumably uh, Daniela got seduced when she was investigating uh, Deso Dog. But, um, you know, there are a lot of women. this is a phenomenon where, where American women are going to mosques. American women who are feeling, who have given up on finding a husband um, and who feel that they are not attractive enough or that something's missing in them for them not to be able to attract a husband. They, believe it or not, um, there are women who are going to mosques who know that men there um, would love to have, that's some of the men there, would love to have an American uh, woman perhaps to cover their uh, plans to create terrorist attacks. That's like what happened with one of the men who, who, who um, was involved, was a perpetrator of the Boston Marathon. Um, I mean, I don't know that she met him in a mosque, but I'm just saying that uh, that he was, um, that's, she, she did cover for him uh, his terrorist plans. So, um, so don't get seduced by terrorists, wherever you meet them. Um, and because because and don't give up on finding love what you need to do if you have a dysfunctional relationship with your father and you, you have a history of falling into the arms of bad boys you need to get into therapy and you need to understand how the relationship with your father has um caused you to um to be vulnerable to bad boys or to be attracted to bad boys and it's very each each kind of father is different you know uh, of course it even got more complicated because then now a lot of women or girls growing up uh just don't just have one father they may have a father and a stepfather or a father and their mother's boyfriend so it gets they can be attracted to more than one type of bad boy but but um you need to understand now and also you know a lot of times women will say oh well my father was a great father i you know i didn't have a dysfunctional relationship with him but it's not just fathers who were abusive, or who were alcoholics, or who were imprisoned themselves. They could—it could be a father. And in fact, with the Frazzled Frog, the kind I will um, bet <laughs> that your father was um, absent. The kinds of girls who fall for Frazzled Frogs are girls whose fathers, when they were growing up either died when they were relatively young, when the girl was relatively young, or the father was was absent for some reason. Of course, this could be you know uh, because of a divorce, and then the father isn't really present in the girl's um, life, or it could be because uh, your father would... It, it could be for positive reasons. It could be, uh, well, seemingly positive reasons. In other words, it could be a father who loves you very much, but who, um it becomes a workaholic wor- works uh very long hours because he's trying to make a lot of money to give you a good life so it's not necessarily a hateful father but it's a father who's um because of, of maybe because he's depressed um he's just he, he's a, the, the little girl growing up does not does not feel loved does not feel lovable and therefore thinks think she has to settle for these bad boys. Well, Alicia, I hope that that answered your question. I hope you do get into therapy. Um, and for all of you out there, not just Alicia, (laughs) you need to, this, this is a hard time for anybody, men and women. This is a really hard time to find love and to keep love. Um, the dating situation has gotten pretty ridiculous, uh, pretty sad there is no dating anymore really it's hookups and so yes it's all very hard to find the one your soulmate and all of that but (laughs) please do not think that your soulmate is a terrorist well thank you for listening to the terrorist therapist show um again i want to give you my um things to to go to websites to go to, to find out more, to can find out, uh, see more of my blogs, more of my podcasts. Um, and it's, again, it's te- www.terroristtherapist.com and uh, Facebook, just put in the terrorist therapist. You can also go to um, my Twitter page, which is at Dr. Carol MD at D-R, Carol, C-A-R-O-L-E, M-D. Well, thank you again. And um, no matter how bad things get, it would be a lot worse if you were married to a terrorist, as Daniela has found out.